Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. See, what motivates a lot of people to pray is covetousness. Their motivation is to pray is covetousness. They are coveting what their brother has, so they begin it motivates them to pray. That kind of motivated prayer doesn't get any higher than the ceiling. And then another kind of prayer that's not answered is when you pray for signs. Lord, give me a sign. If you notice in the Word of God, they would come to Jesus all the time asking for a sign. He'd tell them, I don't give you no sign. The prophets have already said. You ever notice that? And he'd tell them what their prophets had already told them. And then there's some people say, well, if I could just see a miracle, if I could just see somebody healed, I'd believe. No, they wouldn't. They'd find some excuse not to believe then too. Welcome to Rhema for Today. If you've been with us this month, you are already increasing your knowledge of effective prayer. Join us now as Ken Hagen continues his series on prayer, the power plant of the church. And right after the message, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen. If you read the Word, you'll find out that it, it infers this in the Word. It says that He inhabits the praises of His people. Somebody said, well, I want God to really, oh God, come down and be with me. Come down and walk with me. Come down and minister through me. Come down and minister with me. Well, you know how to get him down in inhabiting the place where you're at? By praising him and saying that he inhabits the praises of his people. Hello? Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. When you enter into the gate, that means you're just getting inside. But when you enter into the courts of heaven, that's where his throne is. That's where, he, that's where he's sitting and he's holding court. See, you come in, you come in through the gate out here. Oh, thank you, Lord, for what all you've done. Thank you for what all you've done. You get inside. Oh, Lord. We are so honored and we worship you. You see, thanksgiving is thanking for what he's done. But praising is adoring and standing in awe of who God is. Hello? You see what I'm talking about today? Now I want you to notice that we must, in our understanding how to enter into prayer, how to get yourself into an attitude of prayer, if you want to call it that, we must realize that we now, once we get inside and in the attitude of prayer, we got to realize that there are some things, well, first of all, we got to realize we got to pray in line with God's will. Somebody said, well, how am I going to know the will of God? Page after page, you R-E-A-D. Now, I'm not talking about novels. I'm not talking about biographies. 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing some leisure reading as long as it's not that junk. But if you won't know what the will of God is, you got to read the Word. You got to read and find out what His will is. He tells you what it is here. And if you know what His will is, then you can ask and receive. It's what He said in His Word. It's what He said here. Now, there are some things that sometimes that people pray for that God's not going to answer. God always answers prayer. No, he doesn't. No, uh-uh. No, he don't. Turn to 1 Kings chapter 19. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Now, this is after that Elijah had been up on the mountain and it called down the fire, and it had consumed all of the things on the altar and so forth. Now, the king is telling his wife, Jezebel, about it. Because she was the one that was the head prophetess of the Baal worshippers. Now, Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying... So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. In other words, she said, if I don't take your head off like you took the head off of every one of my prophets of Baal, then let me fall dead too, is what she's saying. And when he saw that, that's Elijah now, he arose and went for his life, and came to, to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servants there, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under the juniper tree. Now look at here. He begins to request of the Lord. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, it's enough, O Lord. Take away my life. Of course, I'm sure none of you have been in that position. I'm sure by now some of you are glad that God didn't answer all the prayers that you prayed. But God didn't answer this prayer. Because it's a prayer that's not prayed in line with God's Word. That's why it wasn't answered. It wasn't prayed in line with God's Word. Now secondly, your prayer won't be answered if you pray for the destruction of your enemies. Now you pray for deliverance. But don't pray for the destruction of your enemies. Look at Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. Starting with verse 51. And it came to pass that when the time was come that he should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers before his face, and they went in and entered into a village of the Samaritans and to make ready for him. And they did not receive him because his face was though it was said that he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You know not what manner of spirit you are, for the Son of Man has not come to destroy men's life, but to save them. And they went to another village. You don't pray for the destruction of people. Oh, Lord, you know those people, they're just standing in my way. Just take them out of my way. 
Anybody here ever prayed that somebody would be taken out of the way? No, be prayed to be delivered. Then you're praying in line with the Word of God because the Word said He would deliver you. But you see, He has come not to destroy people, but to seek and to save the lost. He's come not to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Now, you know, all of these people are talking about that that God is causing this and God is causing that that destroys lives, they must never read the Bible. God's not causing anything to destroy anybody's life. The devil is. And we got to learn how to take charge over the devil. Now, then there is another prayer that's not going to be answered. It'll be denied. A covetous prayer. When you covet something that somebody else, oh God, I want one too. <laughs> somebody get a new car and you begin to covet it. Oh God, I want, I want a new car too. I serve you. I'm just as good as they are. Now God might give you a new car if you prayed right. But you're not going to get it praying in a covetous attitude. See, what motivates a lot of people to pray is covetousness. Their motivation is to pray is covetousness. They are coveting what their brother has, so they begin, it motivates them to pray. That kind of motivated prayer doesn't get any higher than the ceiling. And then another kind of prayer that's not answered is when you pray for signs. Lord, give me a sign. If you notice in the Word of God, they would come to Jesus all the time asking for a sign. He'd tell them, I don't give you no sign. The prophets have already said. You ever notice that? And he'd tell them what their prophets had already told them. And then there's some people say, well, if I could just see a miracle, if I could just see somebody healed, I'd believe. No, they wouldn't. They'd find some excuse not to believe then too. Oh, God, give me a sign that you want me to go out and talk to those people. He ain't going to give you no sign. You know why? Because he already said in the Word, go and be witnesses. Go and be witnesses. Sometimes, and we have a few of them around here, a few of people that are going to Bible school, and they, they say the Lord's called them to preach. They say, Lord, give me a sign that you want me to go over here and preach. Lord ain't going to give you no sign. You're praying in vain. That prayer ain't going to be answered. Did God call you to preach or not? Do you have any place to preach? No. And somebody asked you? You got to have a sign? Come on. God's not going to hit you over the head. He already said, obey me in the Word. See what I'm saying to you? There are some prayers that we pray that ain't going to be, they're not, they are. I started to say, ain't going to be. Now that's Texas talk. I'll change it for you people. They are not going to be answered. (laughs) 
because they are prayers that are prayed being motivated by the wrong thing. They're not motivated from the spirit within. They're motivated from crazy outside circumstances that has got you praying. The problem that I see with a lot of people in praying is that they never pray until they are in the midst of a battle, a trial, or they, something comes down the road and hits them in the head. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Overflow Package. These tools are designed to lead you into the overflowing goodness of God where you're destined to live above life's limits. So if you feel like you've been missing out on God's best, you can change that. Call 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499. Or 1-888-FAITH-99 to order the Overflow Package. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Call to Arms Men's Conference coming up November 6th through the 8th, Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday till noon. We have workshops. We have a number of speakers. And you can go right there to rhema.org slash CTA and find out all about it and register. It's going to be a great time. Men will be in here from all over. In fact, I was looking on my website, the CTA website, and there's several people saying, I've already registered. It's going to be a good time. So come on. Tomorrow, Ken Hagen continues his series on prayer, the power plant of the church. We'll pick up with this great message then on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.